Welcome everybody to the One Wish Paradise podcast. Today we have a pretty interesting episode. Our guest today is a very, very fast-growing up-and-coming streamer, Cheetah. Cheetah, introduce yourself, man. Hey, my name is Cheetah. I stream on Twitch and I'm a semi-okay Twitter content creator at the same time. And I recently joined Hype about two months ago. Semi-okay Twitter content creator? I just, really? <laughs> I just had to put out my Twitter out there too. You know? I mean, hey, hey, put everything out there. So in today's episode, we will be interviewing Cheetah as well as answering a couple questions from both of our communities that we did put out there. I think we have, what is it? One, two, three, f- four, five, six, seven questions. Yeah. So hopefully we can get that on later in the podcast. But to kick off this very professional interview, add the quotes. Um, so overall, what got you into streaming? Um, I watched a lot back in when I was young. I watched a lot of a Minecraft group. If you know mm-hmm. your mid 20, 2010 to 2020s, really well called Team the Crafted? pack. Called the oh. pack, which was like Mr. Wolfles, Preston, Vic. Lachlan, I think, Agent Canadian and uh-huh. Jerome. Basically, they really were the ones to get me into content creation in general. I saw streaming as in gaming as just more of like a way out of stuff I was struggling with IRL, and I felt like mm-hmm. they made me happier as I grew as a person. So I felt like I promised myself that if I could ever get into content creation, that I would try to do the same that they did. They're kind of my idols back then when I are they looked still up. Are today? What? Are they still are? I think so, more or less. My idols have kind of shifted towards what my ideals will be because, of course, none of them play Rocket League. They were mainly... I mean, Wolfles did for a time. Now that's mm-hmm. going free-to-play, some people are transitioning into making Rocket League content, but I think my idols have changed as, it's, as time has pushed me closer to other topics mm-hmm. as I've grown up away from Minecraft, which is very weird to say. I think that Minecraft is just such a timeless game. Yeah, it really is. Like, you you can say that you can grow up from it, but in reality, you never do. You just take a long break from it. You always find yourself coming back to it. I don't know what it is about the game with all the changes and everything. I can... And Dan TDM also was one of the was probably the biggest mm-hmm. for a while. He is such a wholesome, kind guy. That Not to mention... Oh, sorry. <laughs> it, that, it was just funny watching him grow up, get married. Ha- like I think he has a kid now, and I'm like, damn. It's been, I've been watching this guy for six years, and he's already gotten married, pulling in like 30 million subscribers. I think he's nearing that. Yeah. And... Alright, now you go. I was going to say, it's like you're growing up with them as they go. Oh, yeah. It's so weird to see. It's so weird to see, like, um, them transition their content. And of mm-hmm. all the people that I watched, Dan continued to be an idol for me just because of how well he was able to transition in and out between of Minecraft, keep his personality, and keep his views and relevancy up over years and when Minecraft went dead. He was just always there. And still is this day. It's crazy seeing him around and seeing my 
younger brothers watch him too i'm just like oh yeah see myself in them too just like watching dan i'm so happy they're like going back and watching his videos from like 60 years ago that i watched it's mm -hmm. crazy not to also mention um who was it stampy oh yeah stampy dude very wholesome as well he was he was more like very much family friendly like Reminds me of Sesame Street. Oh, yeah. He, he like, for me, his sudden drop-off is honestly the most surprising of all the creators. Yeah, you wouldn't have ever thought of it. I, I, I caught up on the Stampy hype very, very late. I don't know how I never heard of him. I mean, we hear of different people, and we do stick with them. And, I mean, it's a different story for each one. Yeah, you can definitely see their own personal growth between everything, and that's what's really mm -hmm. inspiring towards me. Like what Preston did, that was so smart, is that when, my, when Minecraft was going down, he transitioned his, I believe what he did is he transitioned his Minecraft account to mm -hmm. his like IRL content. So he was pulling mm. in 13 million viewers and like completely changed everything. And I was thinking that's so smart to do. And then his gaming channel is where he started posting gaming. He brought up Roblox too, which was also trending Ooh. and still going around the time. He, he like hustled his way through the Minecraft famine, in my opinion. Yeah, like he found so hard. Mm -hmm. He found new ways to bring in new viewers. And then once Minecraft came back, he started, you know. He, he yeah, he like puts his own spin on the trends yeah and it's very unique very unique he also got into rocket league I yeah think. i saw he, he did a video with tryhouse and is with his wife lately uh mm -hmm. just a few days ago i haven't had time to watch it but it, it must be funny it, it's still surreal like being friends with tryhouse despite him being an editor for preston i know dude it's like yo i got contacts <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I, it's a bad thing to say when i found out that when i when trials had pressed an emote in his channel when i was first finding him i was like whoa what is this about it took me like a week for him to finally say i'm an editor for i used to be an editor for preston plays so i was like oh finally why did no one tell me this <laughs> apparently the questions asked so much oh why do you have preston yada 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 it was just funny it's funny yeah. seeing just what content creation does to different people and how it can impact and inspire other people there's mm -hmm. just such good people for me that yeah. if whenever i felt like oh yeah this is it i'm i'm just too sad i don't want to get out of bed today like i would always just check one of yeah. their channels look for an upload try to and they always found a way to pick myself pick me up somehow mm -hmm. the impact that content creation can have on other people's lives is amazing because it's not like they're fake people they're actual real people you see through the screen yeah and when we like talk about how we as humans every interaction counts with each other and it's so easy i do this so much to just get caught up in the moment mm -hmm. yeah that happens a lot the out thinking of the oh this i said impacted that guy's sleep tonight mm-hmm and how uh, you know you go oh i was gonna say you go sorry <laughs> I, I caught myself thank god and like how we interact with people is so important to just be kind 
Like that's my motto. Like this guy uh, I watch on TikTok, like at the end of all his TikToks, he says, be better. And that's inspiring towards me because it's important to wake up every day and be mm -hmm. better than you were yesterday in some way. Just find, find some way to push yourself further, fight for your future, fight for your dream. Oh, yeah, honestly. It's been like, wild. You, you can say he predicted Well, he didn't predict it, but still, you can somewhat say because this year has imposed so many challenges to, like, everyone. All 7 billion, 8 billion, however many people we all have on this planet. Different challenges for each and every one of us. Whether it was the pandemic, whether it was the riots, protests, politics. Politics has been... Oh, politics. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even get me started on politics. No, no. That's the only time we're mentioning politics in this episode, thankfully. <laughs> but still, like, imposing all these challenges on everyone, and yet we still find a way to push ourselves to get past it. And once you do, you realize not only was that a challenge in itself, life or death, but you learn from it. Because 2021, we don't know. We expected 2020 to be perfect vision. Well, because, you know, all the it's internet memes. And, yeah, all the memes. Like, yeah. oh, it's 2020. Perfect vision. <laughs> <laughs> How wrong we were. Yeah, they were just like, uh, it's like, it's, it, 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 and why, when the year was about to start, it's just like, oh, it's like, yeah. I have 2020 vision. And then, like, in April, people were just like, why did I have 2020 vision? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It started March 13th, Friday the 13th. Oh my god. I will never forget that day. That day for me was... Ooh, so, that was my last day in brick and mortar school. Oh my. <laughs> and I plan to keep it that way so I can tell my kids in the future. I've been quarantining since March 13th. Really? So you haven't... abundantly clear. I've barely gone out since March 13th. Same. Like, you know how you have, like, that little pandemic bubble? Yeah. You know, that bubble with, like, different friends and families that you're actually safe with? Yeah. You know, if they come over, yeah, uh, that, that, not only that has been, like, lifting me up when I actually want to, like, leave the house, but online has been super impactful during these times. Oh, yeah, of course. Super impactful, because not only have I met tons of different people, I've been uplifted by them. Oh. And I'm sure you have as well, from Kevin in the corner eating pickles, I mean... I'm just putting that out there. Kevin, if you're actually in the corner eating pickles, if your name is Kevin, um, keep eating. Those are good. <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> you deserve the pickle after this year. I think we all deserve pickles. Yeah. That's just what we need. Some pickles. Yeah, pickles to dill out this year. <laughs> dill. Oh, no. <laughs> you got puns, it. You got the cute <laughs> puns. Why did I see this one coming? All right. All right. We're going to move on to the next question. Advice. Actually, you know what? We're gonna switch this one up, Beth. So, you have been streaming for how long now? I've been streaming on seven months. As for seven, seven months. months, I started April seventh. April seventh, and you've grown a lot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Really. Uh, uh, and I've seen it firsthand as well. I can't. I can't really say just like I think it's luck or some blessing or something, but 1,300 followers seven months in is something mm -hmm. I'm really happy with. That's insane. 
just like it's crazy i've been like working hard to get it like mm -hmm. streaming almost every every single day yeah so like overall besides that what are your opinions on it uh it's interesting but it's hard to basically balance uh irl life and your streaming life i can agree because you're basically trying to fight really hard to maintain a per at least i am maintain a personality that everyone can come in when while you're frustrated irl with other things it feels like mm -hmm. you're two separate people and that yeah. creates like a fight inside your mind like a false reality yeah kinda. like something like when i'm in my life and i'm not streaming i'm fine but then once i step out of my stream it's like having to switch off my glasses i have to approach my life in a completely separate way mm -hmm. than i had to approach my stream and it's just yeah. weird and and i can agree with that full-heartedly because i've been streaming a lot longer than you two years i started back in i think august of 2018 um i've definitely had to deal with being a different person outside of stream and that went for a while until I got suspended in school, which was not the highlight of my career. I'll put that out. Not the highlight of my career, but that has also taught me to not only balance that, but to also change that overall. Oh yeah, exactly. Because ever since that moment, that's the like wake up call. That's like, hey, you just screwed up. Get your head out of your rear end <laughs> and just figure out what you're doing, why you're doing, and just do it. Exactly. And that has allowed me to not only be a single person, like my personality and things like that on stream, but also off stream. And I get different reactions on both. On stream, very positive. Off stream, positive. But yeah, you exactly. got those people yeah, who exactly. are like, yeah, you're not. Nor what? Excuse me. Like, how how would I put this? Not normal. Yeah, I mean, normal not... is a very, very huge word. Oh yeah. Normal is also subjective. That's the worst thing about normal, is that mm -hmm. it's subjective for different people. Like, I'm sure some people think I'm normal, but I'm sure a lot of people think I'm very abnormal. Yeah. As you can see on Rocket League, people are like, oh, I hope your two viewers like what you do. <laughs> I, I, I think that I think that was a wrong analogy, but we'll roll with that one. Yeah. I mean, you overall, you're normal. And, you know, the definition of normal is very gray, you know. Normal is something that society accepts overall. Yeah. But normal to certain individuals will not be what society overall has set in state. Yeah. And I don't want to get in politics so much, but society has kind of hurt people by trying to define what normal is on the day-to-day -day mm -hmm. basis. So people will change themselves into something abnormal when they're perfectly fine because society says, oh, hey, you're not normal. 
Yeah, it, it's like, sorry. It and it hurts people. Mm hmm It's like, how do I put this? Certain certain people are happy with the way they are, but will society accept them? No. Most likely not. Ah. I mean, let let's put me in the spotlight. Am I normal? No. Do I fit into society's norms? No. Am I happy with the way I do things? To an extent, if I'm able to wake up in the morning, you know, pour me a cup of hot chocolate and get the day started with some productivity, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's iffy. <laughs> yeah, but, like, people not being able to just... We... People judge so hard based on this or that. That we just mm -hmm. overlook the fact that in the end we are all humans and yep. in my opinion i believe that every human deserves the same amount of respect and kindness and compassion than ev that everyone else does in this world and mm -hmm. we focus so hard on the negatives we never focus on any positives we were to build each other up i feel like the world would just be better all around I can agree with that. Something that my mom said, which wolf are you going to feed? The bad wolf or the good wolf? If you're going to feed the negative wolf, the bad wolf, what happens to the good wolf? Starved, it gets starved. Dies. Yeah, it dies. And it gets, um, what's the word? It gets desperate. So what does it do? It adapts to the bad wolf. It figures out what the bad wolf is doing to get that food. And then you keep losing all the good possibilities that are out in life exactly and then that's not only possibilities but people because not the greatest people and, I, and I'm, that's just gonna be simple and straightforward not the greatest people get a lot yeah and the nice people always finish last oh yeah that can be controversial at times because some nice people do finish first and i'll agree <laughs> yeah. Nice people do finish first, but the majority of the time, nice people, voice crack, nice people finish last. Always. Because they, yeah, like me, you, like everyone, because we're undermined, and it's hard to be able to climb this mountain that favorites not nice people. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to see because... We try to do good things for others while sacrificing our mental state, our, you know, will to do things like that. We sacrifice a lot to do good for others because we don't want to see others in a state that we've been through and have, you know, not done well in, like, dark states in their life. We don't want other people to be in that state. We want to accept people. We want to bring them up. We want to be nice overall. Yeah. But... It's just, society has just... Whee! Bye! <laughs> yeah. Alright, let's get back to the interview. Ha ha ha, funny. Uh. <laughs> let's discuss the org that you're in. Oh, uh, Hype. Yeah, about Hype. Hype, in case anyone doesn't know, is like uh, primarily a content creation org for streamers and stuff. I do think we have a pro Overwatch team, but I haven't looked Ooh. too far into it. But uh, this is my second month into Hype Unit. I entered into their recruitment challenge 
back in September and somehow made the cut. And it's so far been a dream come true just talking to everyone and the people in Hype are just so kind and understanding and nice. And I haven't even gotten to know them as much as I'd want to. It's really? just been such a pleasure just being in here with this org, and I cannot recommend them more. They're just unbelievably nice, especially the people that got in with me, like Danny, Star, Kane. Mm -hmm. Kane Cloud is honestly one of my favorite people I've met so far into this. Yukina's also a great guy. It's been surreal, to say the least, to be in Dive. Mm -hmm. So, what are your goals for future orgs if you're looking into any of them? Well, like some of those big orgs, like those dream orgs you have. Uh, those big orgs, like, I'm still hoping for uh, G2 to notice me one day. To notice uh, a little fanboy out there <laughs> just constantly cheering them on behind the scenes. I think I saw I... you got. What? I was going to say, I saw you got their Worlds jersey. Yes, I did. I am I'm a sucker even though they lost every game after I got it so I think I'm actually cursed so I may just burn it <laughs> if they go down 0 and 1 in the knockout stage I'm I'm just going to I'm just going to I'm just going to burn it and if they start winning again then I'll know I'll know it's my jersey if they lose if they get first rounded just know it was my fault it was all mine <laughs> I'm ready for the horde of League of Legends fans to come at me and just start pouncing me. I need I need the clout anyway. <laughs> Cloud nine too. Uh, I've been Cloud following nine. I've been following G two since 2016. I was a huge fan of Kronovi and his mentality, his approach to the game, and him as a player. So oh, casually yeah. I casually I became a huge fanboy and of G two. And of their journey and as it's changed mm -hmm. i've kind of my fandom for the rocket league scene and for g2 in general has just exploded into or into loving a lot of orgs like cloud nine mm -hmm. who i became a fan of after they won the 2018 csgo boston major which was funny because i was actually cheering for g2 in that tournament and i hated cloud nine <laughs> for being in the finals because they knocked out G2 but the rails are in North America and then I was looking into it and I was like wait North America's never won a major what's a major and then I found out what a major was and then I started cheering for Cloud9 then they won so it was all convenient and I had watched Squishy Muffins for months months before it got picked by Cloud9 and I, I think I screamed when I saw when it got picked by Cloud9. I was a huge Squishy fanboy. Really? I was a massive Squishy fanboy. I went to the Season 4 LAN in, in uh, DC, and I mm -hmm. saw that fateful ceiling shot. The arena was, I, was deafening when you scored that ceiling shot against Method. Absolutely wow. deafening. I could not hear anything. That it was, was thrilling. I think if you take a look back into Rocket League history, some of the legendary <laughs> moments, that, uh, <laughs> that's probably one of the defining moments in Rocket League. Oh yeah, it is, because I, I, I remember going back home, I remember going back home, and I, I practiced so many ceiling shots, but little did I know, so did everyone else on the planet. Everyone <laughs> else on the planet wanted to be squishy. He literally set a new mechanical era. In season four, like it led to Justin's zero second goal in season five. Mm -hmm. Like 
the things, the rookies that followed after Squishy, it's just going to be known for a very long time, that shot. That defined yeah. Rocket League. You can say that Squishy is the father of new recruits. I mean, not new recruits, new rookies. Like Justin, First Killer. Who else? Yeah, JNAPS and Squishy actually knew each other. So did Justin. They played on huh. PS4, I believe. I could be getting my info wrong. But there's so much Rocket League knowledge in my head. It just clumps together. I wish blurred, I had that much knowledge. Blurred between my f five years of watching competitive. Five years? Wow. Yeah. I've only watched it for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. It, like NRG too. Like what they're doing with their NRG and Space Station too. Like their Station Space Station nice. literally dominates the Rocket League scene with their content creators. In. Definitely. If I could join Space Station, that would be amazing. Tryhouse needs to hook me up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Tryhouse, hey, hook yeah, me I'm up. Gonna, I, yeah, if he's listening, yeah, you just need to hook me up. I'll, I'll tier three sub to you for three years. <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> speaking of, um, year subbing. I'm almost one year on this man. Oh, uh, almost. Almost. Alright, next question. What... So, right now. Yeah. You're 1,300 followers on Twitch. Yeah. Couple hundred followers on Twitter. I think 400? 400 and almost 80. Go follow me right now, please. <laughs> we'll have you links. Um, and you're just starting out on Instagram? Uh, yes, I have like five posts on Instagram several weeks apart. I somehow have 30 followers even though I never post. It's like oh. it's like where my content goes to die. <laughs> I mean, Instagram's good for like pictures, clips, things like that. Oh, yeah. If, I, if I like taking pictures of myself, oh, I'd be posting on it every day. Oh, pictures are so fun. So fun. But, um... So yeah, you've been growing a lot just in seven months. You haven't been streaming for a year yet. No. And you're already averaging around 20 viewers, I think? I think I'm averaging 13, 14 in the past few days, for, but like 14. I've been being able to get consistently hold 20 for a few yeah. for a few separate times now, and that's pretty awesome. Like I'm, I'm excited seeing, for that. I've been seeing you peek at those, not peek at those numbers, average those numbers when I've been in there. I think one time recently I like averaged out 22 and somehow got like raidless like a peak of 59 viewers and that's just like raidless like that's like for me that's just like uh, oh yeah that's all me there like that's no one else that's no shout outs that's no hosts no raids no nothing that's just me and my own content somehow peaking that high yeah and what I see is that you're doing something right do I know what it is? No. Do you know what it is? To a point, I think. I think it's important to just be on multiple platforms. If you're a streamer or content creator, it's you're not just going to be hand-fed followers. You're not going to be hand-fed uh, content. You're not going to be hand-fed viewers. You've got to bring them up by yourself. You've got to say, hey, there's more streamer there's more people streaming than viewing on twitch 
against all those people, here's what I do better. Yeah. And that's very difficult. It is. Twitch is... Twitch is hard to stream on. We'll get to that in a bit, but despite all the growth you've had so far, what are your future goals? I think my future goals is obviously to get partner in two to three years. That's what I'm looking for. I mean, um, you're well on your way. Like, I, I want to get partner in two to three years. I want to be able to have a community to be able to be full time streaming, like streaming for mm -hmm. hours, working on content creation, TikToks, Instagram, YouTube videos. Oh yeah, I forgot TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. How are you doing on there? I uninstalled the app, dude. You're like, <laughs> it's getting banned. It's not. It's banned. It's not. It's getting yeah, banned. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, make a decision. Ten minutes before it got banned, <laughs> the Supreme Court or something just came in and slacked it away. It was like, nope, it's actually not getting banned. Ha ha. And I'm like, what? I just uninstalled it because you said you're banning it this night. Like, what? I'm losing my mind on TikTok. Like, I love TikTok, but is it stealing there are my a lot of info? Great creators. Can you make it not steal my info? Like, people people are just like, they hop on the, they hop on the uh, uh, hate train and they're just like, oh, TikTok is only cringy content. No, it's not. There are some no, there's fantastic, a lot of good content. There are, there are some fantastic content creators that are absolutely so talented and hilarious on that app that. Mm -hmm. makes me envious that they don't like that they don't have more attention than they do there's so many fantastic artists that are just so underrated because there's so many fantastic artists yeah. on that app and then you have dancing people uh then you have dancing people thank god i've been able to um put my put my timeline far enough away from dancing people that i don't get dancing people anymore Same. i'm i've landed on comedy political comedy and somehow D&D &D TikTok. Oh yeah, D&D &D TikTok. I can't remember That's that one best. guy's name. Um I know a lot of them. Does he do comedy? Yeah, he, he does comedy. Like I oh, have the throwing it back paladin. Yeah, the throwing it back paladin, the bard. One shot questers. That's his name. I think so. But like yeah. I I'm, I'm there's so much great content on TikTok. I landed on the comedy small streaming small streamers uh, content side and somehow i literally see every single one of flash forces uh tiktoks i don't know why They're, like i scroll twice and oh there's another one scroll twice again oh, there's another one. Oh my gosh and there's somehow think... always ones i've never seen before yeah that's weird it's like huh i want to see i want to like never mind I, i'm getting lost in my own thoughts <laughs> i was gonna say there's just so many great content that in the end i'm getting off rail too that mm -hmm. in and in the end i just want to be a full-time streamer a full-time content creator and to be able to just like continue what i'm doing now raising money for charity giving people light in their lives that they can't find anywhere else when they desperately need it i just want to be that guy that people can depend on always I feel you, because I'm trying to make that same journey right now. <laughs> so, um, Twitch. Yeah. Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Twitch. <laughs> the state of Twitch right now. Ah, dude, I just saw the question. Oh, bro. Okay, Twitch. Woo! Be ready. 
I'll start. Oh, Lord, this is gonna take up about five years. Oh, dude. <sighs> so... Let's get into it. Alright, we can't, we can't dance around Twitch. We can't. Twitch? I've been streaming on your platform for two years. I've had friends that have been streaming on your platform for three, for four. The way that Twitch is handling things right now, it has gotten me to the point that I have heavily considered switching to YouTube. Oh, dude, it's awful. Not even YouTube, not even YouTube is the best either. Not like it's only Twitch. That's the problem. Yeah, like Mixer's gone. That's why they can do so much. Mixer's gone. They've got their two superstars back on the platform. D Live is. I don't even know Facebook what D Live is. <laughs> Facebook gaming is. We we don't talk about that. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like the awkward middle brother that everyone just ignores. But still there, you know, it's still just kind of like lurking around. I have no yeah. offense to anyone on Facebook gaming, but no, there's just no not enough. There's just not enough exposure for people there. And for people who are who are succeeding on Facebook gaming, I wish you the very best. I wish everyone the very mm -hmm. best who's trying to stream on Facebook gaming. Oh, it's so rough. Because you get memed. You literally get memed. Oh yeah, memed. definitely. You get definitely. Anytime you're just like, oh, I'm going over to Facebook gaming, oh, lol, kek w, lol w, yada, 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 you're a joke. Yeah. Like, imagine. I can't imagine streaming on it. It's hard for them. But you know what's harder than streaming on Facebook? Streaming on Twitch. Yep, because what do they just do? Uh, I think I think they did something where raids don't show up in less, less than, more than, than 10, 10 viewers. viewers. Any... Because of, oh, because of what? Again? So the the what it seems to be is a response to bot raids handled very much poorly. So a lot of big streamers have been getting bot raided. Oh wow. Which has caused the notifications to go off millions and millions and millions of times and interrupt the stream, interrupt everything, just kill the vibe. And I'm guessing that's what their response was. But they could have done that in so many different ways that would have caused a different community response. Oh, yeah. Because I, I wasn't getting notifications for, uh, like, two weeks from viewers less than 10. People would come in and be like, oh, I raided you. And I'd be like, okay, yeah. I'll drop you a shadow link. I'm sorry it didn't show up because I've gotten, like, four followers out of nowhere all back to back to back. And it's like, whoa, what is this? Because that never like happened. You catch it out of the corner of your eye and like, wait, why did the notification go off? Yeah. And then just like, now they're showing it in chat. Now they're showing raids less than 10 in chat, I think at least. But right. it doesn't notify my stream labs. Cause it just hurts. Like basically you have, I know that for Twitch that they're big boys, like the XQCs, the Shrouds, the Ninjas, the Tim the Tapmans, the Dr. Lupos, like the big boys. They're mm -hmm. really what matters, but there are more small streamers out there than big streamers. Yeah. And and that's sorry. And when you're trying to build a community, if you your raid as a small streamer means everything. It's your mm -hmm. last hurrah, a last chance to like really start to grow and get your name out there. And I'll say this, if they didn't 
if they had that active when I was trying to grow my community, I would not be able to grow. I, yeah, I already same. try house for like two weeks with like five viewers. Yeah, I same. I've raided him so many times. I think I'm his top raider still. And you know, raiding overall just helps your community because not only are you introducing your community to another one, but you get that synergy almost like that connection that networking yeah exactly it's networking it's just not only that i mean that's the big one that twitch has made an oopsie on but so many other just <sighs> the dmca thing yeah the dmca is a serious problem that both that... youtube and twitch needs to somehow address that ruined my music vibe. Yeah, because I, I basically have had the same playlist. I, I use Monster Cat, you know, as mm -hmm. my main playlist holder. I use NCS. But the problem is, is that with their music, is that some of their songs are not, even if you pay with gold, are not actually usable under our copyright free after you get gold. So I basically have to wait a first song I like for them to release, which they only release one every two days from for the channel instinct that I like, the genre I like. Mm -hmm. Then I have to see if it's copyright free. And if it is, oh, I've got a new song plus three minutes. But if it's not, well, damn, it's not. I, I can't listen to other music. I c can't have song requests on and because of that issue. Let's talk about one of the biggest, not biggest, but one of the unsung hero, Stream Beats. Created by Harris Heller. I haven't heard of Streambeats before. That is a godsend. So what he did was in response, not only to a response to the DMCA thing, it's royalty-free music. Use it in your videos. Use it in your stream. Use it in your podcast. I use it. Wow. Thank really? you. Yeah, and it's not only multiple genres: lo-fi, EDM, rock. They're coming out with new things like all the time and they put just so much work into it not only harris himself but i i think ryan was another like producer mixer both of them are very talented with their skills in music that it's like this is something that you know a big named artist could have done oh yeah anyone yeah we need like we need this dmca thing to just Away. Maybe maybe Twitch is fixing that with their whole like music beta whatever thing, which I, I signed like up it. for a week and a half ago and still not received a response. So Twitch must hate me. But Twitch hates everyone. But I I'm trying to just find out like how to grow as a streamer on their platform outside of just streaming uh, when I'm in my stream, because it doesn't matter what I do on my other platforms if twitch is like you're not a partner you're dead to me kind of mm -hmm. attitude like i i dedicate at least five hours a day to their website and i just don't agree with how they're handling it but because i'm a small creator i technically don't matter yeah uh, and i'll fool out say yeah you don't matter to them are you bringing enough money for them to take off of you no like like then you're not an asset to them that's the problem that's the bit that's how like you, you gotta think you gotta get you have to adapt that business mentality because bigger streamers are pulling in 
thousands of dollars. Twitch takes a portion of that. Twitch is making bank off of that. Let's say five big streamers. The ones, some of the ones you mentioned, Tim, Ninja, Doctor Lubro, XQC, uh, the Greek God. What is that? I think Isn't he so. One? I think so. I don't know. Yeah, Pokemon. Sure. Let's just name that. Pokemon. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We chill. We chill. Um, let's say they all make five thousand dollars per stream. That's just hypothetically. We're we're pulling a bench ship here, or hypothetically. Twitch takes about how much from a partner? A quarter or 50%? I don't know because I, I think they... Oh. I think uh, for uh, affiliates, it's... They take uh, half. I think it's 50-50. Alright, so then let's assume that partners get a quarter off. 25%. So that, let's say five streamers make $5,000 per stream. That's about 25 grand. You divide that by 0.25 or multiply by 0.25. No, no, yeah, yeah, you multiply. I can't do math right now. You multiply it by 25%. Twitch is making about six grand off of that. Yeah. I think. I think. Like, and that's just not dumb. That, like, they're preying off of their affiliates the most. Yeah, because they're bringing in a lot still. There's more affiliates than the big streamers. And they get more money off of the affiliates, mm -hmm. which is why they just can leave them as is. Because you know what, I have 90 subs right now, and if they Twitch takes half of that and I get half, then they make because the Let's sub is six dollars, they make three dollars per. So 90 sub. subs, right? Yeah, they they make uh they make half Time of six. that. They make forty five dollars off of me alone. Every dime you spend on me, they they like. Unless it's donations that go straight towards me, it directly benefits them. I think that bids should. do the same. Prime subs, I don't even know the ratio for prime subs. I think that's still half. I don't know, though. I should check that after this. I just don't like the fact that I don't have more benefits as a small Twitch streamer. Like, I can't raise my tier 1 emotes to mm -hmm. more, to at least 8. I feel like I should be able to unlock 8. And people won't sub to me because, you know, if you go sub to XQC, you'll get like 50 emotes. If you sub to me, you'll get 5. It's a yeah. drastic difference. There needs to be I mean, like... I agree right now, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> like, we don't... We can't... You're... You're basically... They did deserve, they do deserve the attention they get because they've been streaming for a very, very long time. But it's also tough because I feel like the small streamers need a chance too. Mm -hmm. Hashtag give small streamers a chance. Exactly. <laughs> said that for almost the entire time. Last question before we move into a mini Q&A segment. Advice for new streamers. People dipping their toes into this wondrous world of streaming. What do you have to say for them or say to them don't get demotivated find your motivation find your grind and i used to come into my streams with the mentality of just keep grinding and while in many ways that's true you've got to keep grinding not only on twitch you gotta be grinding on twitter especially twitter i swear i get so many people through my twitter my game on twitter has led to so 
much of my interactions through my stream and such. Like I've had mm -hmm. so many people come in and be like, I've seen you on Twitter. It's like, I came from your, like you go to Flash's stream, Flash Force 4000s. Like I came from your TikTok because he's like dominating the Rocket League TikTok scene right now. He's mm -hmm. easily the best creator for the Rocket League scene on TikTok. You just need to get your name out there. Have the same username on all platforms. Do not be like Ravenfeather55 and then like Doglover22 on Twitch in Twitter. You gotta make sure that if I'm on Twitter, I see your name as blank, then I can be scrolling through Twitch and be like, oh, my brain remembers. I've seen this guy on Twitter. And then I stop by, I say hi. Make sure you're on those other platforms. It's tough and you don't have to do it every day. Sometimes less is more on the other platforms. And just try to focus more on your personal life and never sacrifice your personal life for your Twitch streams. It won't be worth it. Your mood on your streams will diminish. Your viewers will diminish as well. That's what happened to me in like the four month period. I was super demotivated, I was unhappy, and I like took a one week break, and then I was fine. And it's okay to take those breaks when you need it. It's okay to focus on yourself more when you desperately need it. Just try to network more, get to know other creators around your game you're trying to stream, and if you really want to grow, stick to one game or one genre or one thing. because. I bounced a lot back and forth between like Rainbow Six, Valorant, Minecraft, all of that. But when I started sticking to Rocket League, I was able to grow a community that likes Rocket League and can sometimes like other things. Try to get to know other streamers too. Like the Cutie Crew is a great and easy way to get to know other streamers that will support mm -hmm. you. Like I I've can vouch for I've empowered the Cutie Crew for six months now, I think. I've been supporting them and they've been supporting me. It's just try to take your own spin on things. Don't focus too much on being someone XQC. else. Yeah, yeah. Like don't it's okay to take inspiration from someone, but don't become that person because become yourself. Yeah, become yourself because that person is probably you're just starting out streaming. That person already does what he or she does to more success than you mm -hmm. and you've got to bring something else to the plate and you've got to find yourself and the best way to find yourself is to grow as a person in and out of your stream it's not just a streaming journey it's also a personal journey as well and a lot of the society can look down on these e-gamers as they call it but they never understand the importance of what you're building and the influence that these people have that was deep. That was... Whew. That... That actually motivated me a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope I can somehow impart some of my seven-month wisdom. I just want to say <laughs> this. I, I'm a very... I'm a pretty small streamer. So... And I'm not pretending small. to know everything in the world. No, if I this can help is just in any from, way. This is from our perspective. So, let's dive into this mini Q&A. I think we do have some time to take on most of these questions. We do, definitely. Um, so, the first one. This is one that is, you know, not hard, not hard at all. <laughs> so, someone asks, 
I stream on PS4 with no capture card. So they're working with a PS4 and an iPad. So ideas how to make your stream better. So what I'm assuming is that you stream on the PS4 or are you broadcasting from your PS4? If so, just keep going, eventually upgrade to a PC. If you don't have a capture card, that, that to me means that you're streaming from your iPad. And if you are streaming from your iPad, get a capture card, save up some birthday money, do a couple chores around the house, get a capture card. The answer to make oh sorry. no no you go you go. I was gonna say the answer to make your streams better. Quality over quantity. Now that can go in two ways. Quality of your stream. It doesn't have to be 1080p, 120fps. Um, those are super crazy numbers. It doesn't have to be 720p, 60fps. It does, it could be, you could be streaming on a Raspberry Pi. But if you yourself are entertaining, if you yourself can bring people in, have a good time, vibe, chill, you are the stream, not the gameplay. Cause you make it. In my opinion, like, it doesn't matter if your streams are super good or if you have a super good face cam or whatever. Uh, for one thing for me, if you can do it, I use NVIDIA Broadcast to blur my background. What that does is that creates a distinctive separation between my face, my background. And if you want to do something like that once you have a face cam, I can heavily recommend it. Heavily, heavily recommend that. And if you don't have a computer, the current computer I'm using is an HP Omen. I got this for $800, it's a, well I didn't get it, my parents got it. Thank you mom. <laughs> um, oh yeah. My, that'll help a lot. My, I can vouch for an Omen PC because um, my my dad had a special promotion on this PC that had, uh, because of his work, he had a special discount on this PC that already had a discount. And it was built by Omen. And I was gonna, he was gonna get it for um, my mom, and my mom decided to give it to me. And I felt very blessed to have it. It has treated me very well with very little issues over this past few months of time. People can crap on pre-builds all they want, but this is a fantastic pre-build. I can vouch for Omen. Is this the one that you're still using currently? Oh yeah, it's the one I've been using for the past few months. Oh. Nice. Alright, next question. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Mm, okay, here's <laughs> my take on it. It depends on how... It depends on the woodchuck. Well, if it's lazy woodchuck. Well, if it's a like boring woodchuck, what if it's a woodchuck that wants to be a doctor or a, a farmer? It depends on the woodchuck. A woodchuck could chuck wood. It's not would he, it's will he. Ooh. Will he chuck Ooh. wood and how much wood does he feel like chucking? Does he feel like building a dam? Do they build dams? I don't know. I think they do. Do woodchucks build dam? Let me ask. He's actually looking it up. Let's see. 
Woodchucks don't chuck wood, as the question implies. Unlike beavers, they do not build wood dams or lodges. Instead, they, they live in burrows in the ground. What? They what? Wait, wait, what? Wow, the more you um, learn. Uh, okay, moving on to the next topic. Woodchucks chuck wood, definitely. Uh, okay, what's next? What's the next question? Next question. How do you network with others if that's something you do? Follow them Great. on Twitter. Follow them on okay. Twitch. Stay active in their Twitch channels in... At the uh, don't add people obsessively on Discord, because on um, uh, not Discord on Twitter, because I know some people that do. I'm not I'm not calling anyone out. I just know some small streamers, like really small, that just add a whole bunch of people. I don't say like that's okay to do every now and then. Like oh, I got merch. Sometimes spending a little bit of money to gain attention from someone is worth it. Mm-hmm. It's important to just define yourself and your content in fine streamers around, I think, who are a little bit bigger than you and smaller than you. Because the smaller people matter just as much as the big people. Because if you can get to know them, you're getting to know their community. Then when they're not streaming and you are, their community will, will be like, oh, I see you in Blah's chat a lot. Like, that's how I got to know Big Gulps, Mystic, lots of people who were mainly in Trials' chat and are still in Trials' chat to this day by becoming more integrated into his community. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't me stealing viewers, that was me watching his stream. No, that was you borrowing viewers. Yeah, borrowing viewers. He also thanked me for borrowing those viewers. I want to make that abundantly clear. He <laughs> thanked me. He thank he he. I I want to say that he straight up thanked me. He he's like he's like if you're gonna borrow viewers, take Mystic, take Bolting. I think back a few months ago, it was hilarious. I, I <laughs> the memeing that ensued just by becoming a part of a community and just talking towards people. Cause that's how you get yourself known you have to talk you have to bring up subjects yep um next question what is your dream job i i think you already said that one right? yeah i think i think my dream job is twitch i i for now for the next 10 12 years i don't see myself wanting to do anything more than this i don't see myself wanting to do anything else but this i'm I'm wacky when it comes to the questions like this. I want to do a lot. A lot. I aspire not only to be a big streamer, or a fairly decent sized streamer, um, pulling in maybe a couple hundred views, that's fine. That's fine for me too. Um, I aspire to be a streamer, I aspire to be an author. Um, thank God for creative writing class. I aspire <laughs> to be an EDM artist. Ooh. Like, the likes of Avicii, Kaigo, um, Peachy, dude. Oh my god, Tiesto, Calvin Harris, Martin Garrix. Naming off bangers right now. Um, and if you've seen my Twitter bio, a little bit of everything else. I, I aspire to do a lot. And I'm not gonna make any progress with that if I'm just chilling, not doing anything to make, you know, progress towards that, so... Yeah, my dream job is to do a lot. Oh, hustle. Yeah, a lot. A lot of it. So, second to last question. What topics 
do you speak about when no one is in the stream? Oh lord. Oh dude. Oh, it's so painful. I'll I will say this. No one knows pain like small streamers. No pain. You'll have no one there. What what helped what benefited me as a streamer was partially my natural talent I inherited from my mom, obvious my mom in games. My mom is like an epic gamer and she's I grew up with games because of her and the topics I spoke about was just because like when I was playing a Rocket League game I just commentate like what I was doing why I was making my decisions and yep. not only did it help me reflect on oh yeah I shouldn't have done that that was dumb it also just helped me explain to people like lowering people who come in because I'm like I can say I'm a GC I have this and this experience uh, you can come in and just commentate what's going on. Just talk to people in chat. Even if you have no one in chat, be like, oh, wasn't that funny chat? Type a one in chat if that's funny. Type a two in chat if that isn't. And there, you'll see no ones and no twos. You'll be like, okay. And you will just wait and go again. And so, wait for your networking to pop off. Here's my take on it. Because starting off streams, you don't get a lot of people. What I do is, I usually greet, because people watch the VODs, I usually greet, I tell everyone what I'm doing on the stream, what my plans are, I usually go through some announcements that I have planned, you know, community things. And then once I start, like let's say I'm playing Rocket League, I'll do what you do, I commentate. If I'm not playing Rocket League, let's say I'm playing Minecraft, I will talk about how my day was, and that could just go for any game. You could talk about how your day was, how school is going, how, um, what you ate for breakfast, um, things that you do, like, topics that you would have a conversation with, with anyone else, just have. Will it be to no one? No, because there is always someone that eventually starts watching you. From the beginning, and they stick there for a while. And this will be the final question of the Q&A part segment thinking about bobber how did you get to where you are today lots of dedication and just lots of time lots of trying to figure out just who i am and what's going on and growing as a person and in and out of my stream mm -hmm. my community is why i'm here today because of people like bolting mystic sworn Water Hat, Big Gulps, Logic, you yourself, so many kind people that built up, gave me advice. Kevin, aka Trihouse, gave me so much advice on what I was supposed to do and how to improve myself. And he has for me as well. Constantly motivation for me and a motivator and an all around fantastic person. I don't I know think, where I'd be without my community. Honestly, yeah, community's everything. I'd be averaging out two viewers like that. One guy tried to insult me in ranked earlier today. <laughs> but no, you were you were at 18 at the time. Uh, oh, um, that's funny. But yeah, I can definitely vouch the community statement. And I can also vouch that Trihouse has taught a lot. He's oh, taught right. me a lot as well. When In the beginning of the podcast, when you're like talking about how Dan TDM was your idol... Uh, and how like and also like um the uh, group of minecraft streamers um stampy all those people yeah how they they might not have taught you they might have brung you up inspired you 
the father, going back to the squishy part, the father of, you know, newer content creators for you and me, I'll single-handedly say Trihouse. How squishy was the father of, you know, um, mechanics, new mechanics after the ceiling shot in Worlds, Worlds, whatever, the World Championship, I forgot what it was. ROCS, there we go. <laughs> um, Trihouse does the same. So, and to answer my um, little part on how did I get to where I'm at, I'll speak like Cheetah did again. Dedication, motivation, and the will to do good in this world. You know, people like Mr. Rogers, he's, he's my single-handed idol. That's how I, that's how I, not only do I aspire to be him, I envision myself as him so I can adapt that mentality. And it's mental games, honestly, but be who you want to be in your own way. So now that we are ending the, nearing the end of the podcast, we do this one thing with every guest. Thus the name of the podcast. Here we go. What is one wish? One wish. It could be anything anything that would put you into a state of paradise to be able to influence people to be able to be happier and more positive in their day-to-day lives has been my goal since i was like 13 that's my one wish to just be able to leave a positive influence and change the world through my streaming through my content creation through the people i know love it well you you've done so You've done so. You've not only made an impact on all of your viewers, you've made an impact to me, you know. And I look forward to following you in your journey. With all that, once again, thank you for coming on to the podcast. It was an absolute pleasure. I think you got a stream in about half an hour. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I with just that... realized, I was like, oh no. <laughs> with that being said, everyone, thank you for tuning in. To One Wish Paradise Podcast, we will be coming at you with another episode, hopefully by the end of October. Wow, that'd be lit. Who knows? Who knows what we will have? But with that being said, everyone, thank you once again for tuning in. Thank you. And I'll catch you all on the flip flip, Flip, side. Flip side tactics. (laughs) Oh, no. Had to put that in there.